0: What up everybody? Welcome to episode 8 of Dreadful Talk. Super excited for this one. Um, got my much anticipated first guest and you guys are going to be excited for this one. I'm super excited for this one. I had um had a lot of people asking to be guests on the podcast and I'm super happy for that. I love all the engagement and I'm, I plan on having a lot of guests in the future. Um, but this is my first episode with a guest, and I had to be super picky about who my first guest was. And um, I picked this person for a reason, and it is no other than our very own Rodney Hosey, um my my best friend, man. I love this guy. He's doing big things down in LA with the acting and the modeling. Um, we'll get uh, we'll get him joined up on here real shortly, but. Um, But yeah, I'm I'm really excited for this one. As I said, this is episode eight. I've been uh, real busy with my other podcast, Beefy Boys Breakdown, with my brother Harrison. Um, If you you guys are into MMA or UFC, you guys should check that one out. We've been coming in hot and heavy with all those, with all these cards we've been blessed with, man, a bunch of UFC cards. Um, But yeah, man, Rodney will be on here real soon. Um... But yeah, man, I'm, I'm really excited about this one, you know, um, always a pleasure to chop it up with my brother. Like I so said, we've been best friends since seventh grade, um, and we both ended up out here in Cali now. Um, here he comes. Let's get him on here, man. Card-carrying member of the Beautiful People's Club, you know what I'm saying? Making money, Making money with that face, as they say, you know what I mean? Let's get it. <laughs> hey, uh, listen, what's up buddy. man we just Love, you man. know everybody watching just got a lot happier you know we guys it's a lot easier on the eyes now that you know you, you've graced this ah. with your, your freshly washed face man <laughs> uh, this this motherfucker's like one sec bro let me go wash my face i'm like oh
1: okay What hey, I, get I get it hey I get to be it. fair i'm just back from a hike i had a little sweat dripping you know what i'm saying i don't want y'all to see the crust around my mouth or nothing like that uh, no so no you
0: You got to come with it, Pretty Boy Flacco, man. Like I said, I can't thank you enough for taking the time to, you know, be a part of episode eight of Dreadful Talk, you know what I mean, our first guest. um, Man, it's, it's,
1: it's an honor, bro. Like I said, I'm proud of what you got going on, man. I've been staying tuned on what you're doing, bro. It's happy to see you using your voice, man. I love it. Yeah,
0: man, yeah, and I'm, I'm just
1: glad, always a pleasure to chop it up with you,
0: you know, on camera or off camera, you know what I mean, like I said, yeah, yeah. one of my favorite people, but yeah, so, you know, the past couple years, you know, how, when exactly did you get down to L.A.? Uh,
1: shit, I got here probably the middle of 2017, yeah, um, I was, 2017. Fr- I was fresh out of New York, where I was New having- York. Was that for like six months? Shout out to Flatbush, Dimas Park, Q Train, baby. You know, what I'm nice, saying?
0: nice, real East
1: Coast shit. But uh, yeah, I I got linked up with that through some homies back home in Oklahoma. Who um, shout out to Frank Christian. He was one of the people he he styles for Order the Gift. That's Russell Westbrook's clothing line. Real Yo. cool dude. Um, I I would just see him around through my shows. I would play. I I performed a lot of rap music back home. Um, he would come to my shows yeah, yeah. and. Honestly, man, I was just looking at the time for something to, like, for some photographers and stuff to help me with rollouts for videos and stuff. But um, he saw my look and was like, man, I know some people who have an agency in New York. I can show them your stuff if you're interested. That's um, dope. And, and so
0: at the time, you were still in Oklahoma, right? Or, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. of just kind of looking for new ways to release music, be inspired. It the modeling shit honestly came out of nowhere, bro. Like I just yeah, going to pawn it. And I find it weird because we we've, we've
0: talked a lot of times, but I, I honestly don't think in all of our private questions, and even when I was down there kicking with you, I don't think I ever asked you how did you even start modeling. I just kind of took it for granted. Like I just I knew you did, and I thought it was dope, and you've been doing it for a minute. But I actually don't think I ever asked the official story of like you know uh, yeah, yeah just how, how
1: you got you got your foot in the modeling game. It it, it was out of nowhere though, right? I feel like one yeah. second I was just in Oklahoma. If you were day. a musician, like, yeah, I knew yeah, yeah, as a musician,
0: you know what I mean. Um, and, and, well,
1: yeah. that? That's the thing about L.A., though, man. I feel like once you're out here long enough, you kind of have your hand in a little bit of everything, you know? You'll see oh, yeah. a shit ton of artists doing modeling gigs, uh, <laughs> vice versa, so... You honestly
0: have to nowadays, man. Like, I don't know. I do one do want hustle is, is You ain't doing it right, you know what I mean? Like, even even well-established people are doing it all nowadays. Right, you know right. I mean, every comedian has a podcast, you know, and all athletes are, you know, investors now as well and have podcasts as well. So I just feel like it's the multimedia age and, like, it's cool because, like, I always kind of had a problem with, like, the time "stay in your lane because, you know what I mean, you can navigate multiple lanes, you know what I mean, if you if you do it right. Sure. And, and, and i feel like that's just on display now more than ever like you know like i said even myself you know i started two podcasts i started making music again and it's just like why not you know what i mean shout out to brody
1: why not you know what i mean exactly uh, exactly and i'm kind of kind of um what i was saying about how it kind of happened um for me in oklahoma um it was kind of one of those things where i just kind of took a leap um I was looking for another outlet to just kind of oh shit I ain't, I ain't gonna leave you hanging I got I got a little song too so this oh dude yeah I was gonna I was gonna stay like you know, you know
0: to the smoke but I was like I don't gotta tell Rodney that
1: yeah man but like I was saying um uh, you, you know and me man I kind of prided myself on like traveling and shit and so being military You've yeah, like been all that. over the world already from yeah yeah down yeah, down yeah. Down. so. When I got that opportunity, I was kind of like nervous at first, like, man, where, where am I gonna stay? Who's who's gonna fuck with me when I get out there? But shit, just kind of aligned in the perfect way. I had some dope Oklahoma homies out there who let me rock with them for about like six months, just gave oh, me a good little outlet. And um, shit, man, yeah, it kind of it kind of just happened out of nowhere, bro. Like it was. Well, just um...
0: So how many days notice did you have before you were like like I'm going to New York? Like how many days or weeks did you have to like get your affairs in order?
1: Well, shit man, I want to say I found out I had the opportunity to go and then probably two weeks <coughs> later I was out there. Two weeks. And, it, and it's crazy, bro, like I kind of did the whole, like, leap of faith. I'm going to just throw this in the atmosphere. And I posted a story on my uh, Instagram. It was just like, yo, do I have any homies out in New York? And a uh, shout-out to Ronnie Harris. Talk about jack-of-all-traits. He's a photographer in OKC, b-boy, producer. Just does it all, man. He linked me with some people that um that were actually from Tulsa. Um, he just kind of put in the word for me, told them about my hustles and that I was a yeah. guy. Yeah, good, man, the fuck word. yeah, man, they let me stay with them. Like, I had never met them until I got there. Damn, so I that's was, love. I was nervous, too, man. And because of stuff like that, I, I have a real pay it forward mentality. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You'll see that a lot in L.A. and New York. You know, you can just see on a young kid's face what they're out here trying to do. And it's hard not to try to push someone in the right direction. So, like, that's you know. dope. That's yeah, dope, yeah.
0: especially because you know I'm sure there's, for every per- dope person like that, there's probably like three assholes trying to lead them down the wrong path. You sure. know what I mean? So it makes that one solid person, you know, it makes it that much more valuable. But that's crazy, bro. Honestly, I don't even know if I ever knew those details too, because like my story of how I got out here to Cali was damn near super similar to that. Like I think I had 12 days, but I was driving, and it was like a, it seems like a two or three day drive. So I really had like. Nine or ten days, man. I think we're both just walking examples of sometimes you just gotta hop on that shit. Like, like I'm not saying don't think shit out or just you know just just blowing the wind. Just but every once in a while, if that right opportunity comes, you know that train don't stick around long. You gotta hop on it and get just just find out when you get there. You know, take take the leap. I know. I mean, it worked out for both of us.
1: And here's the thing, man. Like I'm one of those cats who's like. Live the like dreamer life for good or worse, I've followed the advice or been inspired by like my favorite rappers or my favorite yeah, actors, and always trying uh, kind to of have the same story of just like, look man, I had to just kind of like take that leap of faith without knowing what's gonna happen i I forget who says his say says this quote a lot, but it's kind of like if you're continuously like trying to help yourself, you know push forward, there'll always be somebody along the way that's gonna like you know. Give you some words of wisdom, or like have a contact for you, or something like that. You gotta, you gotta want that yourself first and foremost. But then, never, never think that there won't be people along your path who have done what you've done, or have tried to do what you've done, that are willing to pay it forward.
0: Yeah, no, definitely, definitely, and it's, it's it's important to remember that, especially, man, in our fucked up world, it's real easy to get cynical, and like I said, there are some white people out there, but, but every once in a while, you know, if your gut gives you good vibes, somebody, you know, not everybody's out to get you, every once in a while, you'll stumble across a real one with some good intentions, you know, and, and those people are just
1: invaluable, brother. Um, Yo, funny story, though, I don't know if I've told you this when I was in New York, dog. like, like I said, I didn't know the people that I was living with. This, this shit's so funny. Like, my my girlfriend at the time back home, she had two cats, right? And anytime I would be asleep, they would just, like, walk across me, walk across my chest, you know, just something, like, just to comfort me. So there was, <laughs> there was one night that I was staying where I was at in Brooklyn, and I kind of forgot where I was. You know, I had music on that I always play. It was all yeah. in the room. And I just felt some cats because they have cats as well um so i thought i was back home and i hear the door open as i'm laying there and i see a woman come in i didn't know if it was a woman or a man at first and i'm in the dark and i just think somebody's breaking into my house and i jump up and i'm like yo what the fuck are you doing here what is what are you doing and the owner of the house, shout out to Ashley, God bless her So She was just like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to start to you. She turns on the light real quick, and I'm just like... Sitting oh, like, just man. Office, looking ridiculous, like, oh my God, I, I forgot where I was for a second. My six. God I'm was sorry. in Vietnam, I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that, no. I just had to remind you of that story, dog. No, I, I know... <laughs>
0: Yeah, like, bro, like, my first, like, month and a half out here in the Bay Area, I was essentially just doing the couch tour on my, like, different aunt's couches. I got a lot of family out here. Yeah, and, yeah. like, yeah, whenever you – when you, you first wake up, like, for just that very split second, especially when you're brand new in a state or you on vacation out of town or something, like, you forget where you're at. I know exactly that feeling. Like, it's, it's trippy. It took a long time to that to go away, bro. Like, like, honestly, like, close to two years for me before I, like, just, like, firmly knew i was waking up in cali every day it was it was a trip but uh... i tell
1: you what man I, I still romanticize this place i try to act like i found my complete rhythm but there'll be some times where i'll just look around and i'm just like man i there was a time in my life where i was just writing down in my journal that i wanted to be in this place or be at this beach or stuff like that and to be really doing it sometimes it's just like it, it has a natural high in itself when you tap into that. It's just like, wow, I'm capable of, like, following through when, you know what I'm saying, when I put my mind in something. And just. Oh, down.
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, like, I know, like, San Jose, for a lot of people, isn't, like, the flashiest destination, but actually, so this is where I grew up. This is my vacation. Like, so I, I had all my families out here, all my mom's sisters, so, like, every... Vacation. I never went to no other place besides San Jose. Like the only beach I'd ever been to in my whole life was seeing a cruise. Like we never went to Florida. We never, like we went on vacations, but it was just always here because right. you know, we could stay with family and my mom missed her family and all that good stuff, friends and all that. And, um, so like my whole life, this was literally like my version of paradise. Like this was literally like where I went to vacation. It was and, a matter like, of time, bro. Yeah, and then I, I always wanted to be out here. Like like especially the older I got, you know, we'd be getting on the plane back to Oklahoma. I'd be like, man, like, <laughs> what necessarily why well, we got to go back again? Like, what's the, like, <laughs> and and then yeah, the last time I came out, I want to say I was eighteen or nineteen. Was the last like vacation I took out here. Uh, and, and like that, when I got on the plane, it sounds like cliche, but I swear to God, I was just like, this is, like, I'm, I'm coming back. Here. Like, this is where, like, I just made up my mind, essentially, I guess is what I'm trying to say, that I was going to live here. And I didn't know how or when. I remember actually coming out of, like, high school, I think my goal for myself was to be in Cali by 2020. My whole, like, non-risk-taking-ass goal. <laughs> And then I beat it by four years. I think you up on your ass. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying, man. This shit, like, will not happen at your pace. Like, you can't have your cake and eat it, too. You can't have something happen for you and happen when it's, like, most convenient. That's yeah. how it works. Like, if you, like, that shit may potentially come along your way, but you, you'll, quote, unquote, not be ready or it won't be the ideal time or this or that. And sometimes, you know, you just got to kind of hop on board, just kind of, you know, close your eyes and jump. And, man, I uh, I totally, totally feel that. Um, so let me ask you this, brother, because um, was Italy after New York? For some reason, I thought Italy was before New York. Italy was after New York. Or was it France? I forget where the fuck your ass was at.
1: Yeah, man. Um, Italy, I was in Milan. It was during the New York run. Like, dog, Pete, this. I was in New York for literally about, like, a week and a half before like the agency I was with, shout out to 28 Models, um, they hit me up and they were just like, Yeah, can you come into the office? Um so I fucking take the train, you know, take my time going out there. (laughs) I get there, they're like, yo, um there's a agency in uh Milan, no logo. They they really like your look. They would like to fly you out as soon as possible, send you on some castings, just get a feel for shit and dog my i'm i'm just sitting there just like wait y'all like right now when y'all want yeah, like, to because because the thing is man like like i said i was only in new york for like a week and a half and the mentality i had i didn't know what i was really in for when i went to new york in the first place i thought as soon as i landed i was about to do a shit ton of shoots i was just about to be the man they were just waiting for me <laughs> but like i get there man and like they're like, no, they seen the pictures that we've already sent and that was enough. And like we, we went from there. Um I didn't have a new passport at the time. Um so oh, yeah. so I had to go run to the spot, um, get it expedited. And when you get your passport expedited, they you have to fill out a little bit more paperwork. You gotta like you gotta explain why you're there, what what you do what you do in the United States. So and a part of the information I had to get, they had to have pictures of me from my yearbooks. Um, they wanted a video of me, like in some sort of interview. And luckily, when I was still in Oklahoma, I did an interview on Fox for like the Norman Music Fest. So I had to send that. Really, it was a bunch of weird stuff, man. Cause, like man, I, got... free... I guess it's what happens when like like I'm not a celebrity by any means, but like when a celebrity or something has to quickly go overseas for they some make shit. it happen. Yeah, they they make that shit happen. In New York, there's so many people coming in and out that I took my picture at just, like, a random bodega, like, down the street that just so happened to do that stuff. It it felt so, like, janky, but it, it, it worked. Yeah, like, no, the random places
0: do those passport pictures. I know what you're talking about. It'll be the randomest, like,
1: a liquor store, or like, no. those
0: check-cashing places, and it's like, why do y'all do this, too? I'm
1: like, am I in the right place? Like, <laughs> yeah. am I about to get arrested? Like, what's, what's going on right now? Bro, but, like, bro.
0: yeah. I was, bro, I, I got it. I'm got i going to match your sketchy expedited passport story, bro. I got one of myself, actually. So I, I, I'm, I actually, I've I'm never even left the country, but I got a passport. And I'm going to say this, too, on the podcast before somebody, some, like, Eddie Bravo motherfucker finds this out and, like, tries to say I'm, like, a CIA plant or some <laughs> shit. Because when I was in college, I had an internship at this place that did weather for government, like, military facilities, like, it, 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 and, and, yeah, and, and I do got to watch out, like, I legit <laughs> can't talk about all that, but that's all, it was an internship, and, uh, and they thought I was going to have to go out to these islands, like, in the middle of, like, nowhere, and, uh, and they, like I said, that I got my passport just, like, that, like, like, and it was, at, like, essentially the same day, I think they took, like, all that, like, they, they pay. They pay for it. Everything. It was smooth. So I still have it, and yeah. I, I haven't even used it. I'm going to use it, but yeah,
1: I just like. We gonna have to make a trip soon when I, all this shit dies down, brother. We're gonna have to hit it.
0: Man, I was just talking about this on my last podcast. I already know where I want to go, bro. I want to go to like Thailand and Vietnam. Like they uh-huh. have all types of like combo little packages for the low, bro. Like, they, they got
1: they, a. There's like a, a little Vietnam town in 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 the bay right am i making that up no yeah
0: san jose is like
1: no for it's like vietnam like honestly half the city's vietnam town i like, just so, like, so that that did that inspire the idea of going to vietnam or something
0: um the, kind of I, i'll say that and like honestly bro i just like seen pictures online i looked into it like the exchange rate is super like pro u.s dollars so i'm talking about like yeah you know, like a, one of our dollars is a lot of their dollars you know what i'm saying so you go over there your money goes a long way and like i, I i'll be real i kind of i guess i'll make one like little statement point with it it's like as americans essentially i, I feel like most americans are like conditioned to have like your first overseas trip be to europe uh-huh. and like whether it's Asia or Africa, or I don't even know, hell, even South America or whatever, I, like, refuse to have my first overseas trip be to Europe, just, like, off principle. Just, like, and, and there's nothing wrong with Europe. I plan on going to Europe. I want to go to Europe. Europe's dope. But just off, like, we've had, like, the Eurocentric stuff shoved down our throats so long, that, like, just off of principle. Art. Art. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I just want to, like... Uh, I want, I don't know, Thailand, Vietnam, it seems feasible too, but I'm talking about you can get like a round trip flight for like $700 or some shit, like it's, so I, I want to I wanna hit up Thailand, Vietnam, maybe watch like some Muay Thai fights and just eat some oh. fucking drunken noodles, I love Thai food too, that's yes. another thing, like Thai yeah, food yeah. out of all my like foreign foods, like I, I, I'll just point to something, I'll just eat what they eat, man, like, I just, I don't even have to know the language, like I don't know, I love me some Thai food, I love me, like, the Thai martial arts over there. And it's for the low. So, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Dude, you that over- that I, I feel you, man. That overseas shit in general, like, I-, I lived in Germany when I was a kid. But, like, that was when I went to Italy, it was my first time. Hell, New York, too. It was my first time traveling out without my family. Yeah, so that's
0: different, man. It, it
1: that part I think was the most like jarring thing looking back because I was just kind of thrown out there. It, was, it felt like it felt like teaching a kid how to swim, He just push his ass in the water. You, just, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I had to re- I had to rely on everything that I was ever taught by by my parents. Like it yeah. all was pushed in that moment.
0: No, no I, that's how I felt the first time I was just in San Francisco by myself. Allowed to drink with a pocket full of money, I was just like, "This is like Grand Theft Auto right now. Like, this is just like make your own decisions." Just like it's an underrated,
1: get- it's an underrated feeling that you don't know until you do it. You're just like, "Holy shit, I'm I'm here by myself, dude." Yeah, yeah, wow. definitely,
0: definitely. Wow. So let me just getting back into Italy. So I, I got to ask, just keep it a buck. How much did you know about Milan specifically before you even showed up there? Because, like, the only thing I know about Milan is the that it's, uh, there's a lot of fashion shit that goes on there. But, like, I don't Brother. know shit about even what part of Italy it's where it's at or
1: nothing. Brother, I didn't know a damn thing about it. Like I said, I didn't know I was going there until, like, a, a week out. Less than a week out. So, man, like, and the whack part about it is when I've landed... I didn't even have, like, a phone that was, like, was able to work out there. So oh, I had shit. like a, Yeah, I had, like, a fucking note that was, like, written down for me of a spot that I was to go to when I got there. Which That's I, some video just, game shit. You store. know what I'm saying, dog? I was just like, wait, wait, what did I just sign up for, man? What, what's going on right now? It's not supposed to be like this. But so uh, you feel like, in Taken or some shit? Yeah, dog. <laughs> And um, that kind of, like, got at me a little bit because I'll be real. At first, I kind of had the entitled American, you know, stigma to me because I was expecting everybody to come and speak English to me. Um, and people would kind of, like, walk past you if you were on that a little bit. they just like, oh, no,
0: no, 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 no. no. <laughs>
1: And and a lot of that was kind of frustrating at times, but that but that was just out of my ignorance and be like, no, I, I need to make an effort. I'm in there in a new country. I need to pull out like the 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 Duolingo, you know, just to learn some stuff to just kind of show so that. Did I, you pick up a little bit I, by the time you left? Like enough to get by. Enough to get by a little bit, you know what I'm saying? It was nothing after the while to just pull out my phone and show them what I meant, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh,
0: Google Translate, I'm sure it was clutch.
1: Yeah, man, um, but I'll be real, dog. It was kind of hard to really focus on why I was even there in the first place. I, bet. I, was, I was just kind of excited, you know what I'm saying? I'm just yeah, like, bro, hell yeah. So, this is what happens when you just decide to leave. You end up in the <laughs> LA. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. I, I kind of had to rock with that, and it was kind of weird because you'd be on, like, all these castings, and you, you don't see many people that, like, look like you in those spaces, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, when I, you yeah. do, when you do,
0: it's an awesome
1: feeling, you Well, in all
0: fairness, there's not a lot of motherfuckers that look like either one of us really anywhere, but I guess that's even more exaggerated in Italy, that's
1: for damn sure. Dude, but... But it was such a welcoming vibe because it was during Fashion Week, obviously. So it oh, that in Fashion Week there's like fucking NBA All Star Weekend. Yeah, like, yeah. The people are braced for a lot of people being in town. Everyone's taking pictures, different pop ups. So like there was a lot of love <coughs> off rip. Um, yeah, it was kind of like I learned a lot about myself in the sense of you know you you see people that you kind of want to be like. And you see people who have failed at what you want to do. Like, it's kind of like I, I grew up uh, in Norman um, and around a lot of athletes. So I, I look at things in sports a lot. Um, and I kind of looked at it as like I went to the the league or even like college, whichever one. You know what I'm saying? Back yeah. home, back home, everyone's showing you love, propping you up, telling you, yo, yo, you, you'd be great at this. You would feel it everywhere. <laughs> Give you that confidence to be the man where you're at. So, when you go out to all these other places, man, it's, everybody has that energy. People have succeeded doing that, you know what I'm saying? It's it's nothing new. So, it's like, it kind of allows you to see what you're actually shooting for, where you're really at. It gives you the question of, like, are you really about this, you know what I'm saying? All all good things that are, like, humble you and just kind of let you know what, it, what you're out there doing, you know what I'm saying? No, that's dope. I, I feel you, man, like. I pretty much, like, tricked
0: off my, like, first year in Cali, just like, woo, i mean, Cali, let's hit the bar. Like, I, I probably spent, like, 65% of my paycheck just at shitty bars, just, like, drinking shitty whiskey. And But, like, I don't know. I, I don't necessarily regret, regret it because, like, there was just hella, like, fly-on-the-wall moments. Like, I felt like I was, like, part of, like, a painting or a movie scene. Like, like I don't know. Ha- half the time, I had, like, I had no place... Business being in some of these bars, but I would just be
1: at these random bars. Just okay, right? All right. So tell me, it, it, I wonder if you have the same feeling. Like I'll be random places in in LA, you know, just in the scene, and I'll get deja vu, and I it, and I think it might be deja vu from. Certain songs I've hear, heard talking about the, the the areas I'm in, may it be Fairfax or Sunset, Melrose, or or a movie I may have watched growing up, or a book I read, and I'll for I'll forget for a moment, I'm just like wait, have I been here before? Why is this so familiar? Like this, it kind of it kind of blows my mind sometimes. So
0: I get that feeling. There's a I'm, there's three places I get that feeling, and I think it's for three different reasons. Um, yeah. So in my neighborhood where I live now, in the house I live now, my grandma bought this house in the '60s. And as no the shit, same- yeah, both so like my family's been on this block like essentially before this tech boom, before Silicon Valley. Wow. At, at, as all the any old head in San Jose says the same thing. Back when it was all orchards and canneries, that's what they all say, and and, um, and that's when how long my family been on this very street and this very house. And so in this neighborhood, I get kind of deja vu. But I also grew up coming here a lot. But my family just generationally has been here. So I feel like that factors in. Um, And then, um, oddly enough, like when I'm at these beaches, and it's even weirder because, like, it'll be beaches I know for a fact my mom didn't take me to when I was little and shit. Like, beaches that I have found, like. Like Davenport, where well, I usually when I'm at the beach, I usually am at Davenport and I'll get kind of weird feelings like that that I've seen that shit before. And then, but it, and then in San Francisco it happens all the time but it's more like you said because of movies and songs and shit. Like everything in San Francisco is iconic. Like legit, mm-hmm. like everywhere you look is something you've seen in a movie or like an iconic photograph or hell, you've seen on a fucking calendar or some shit. Like you know what I'm saying? It's just like San Francisco. Granted, I haven't been to a lot of cities, but it's hard for me to imagine a city more like photogenic than San Francisco. Cause like the hills create these dramatic angles and everything's at a slant.
1: Everything and, is I remember the time I came out there and visited you. The next yeah. day I was sore as hell. Just like, damn, what? Everything's on a hill. You're working and, out the whole time. Yeah.
0: Steep, bro, steep hills. That happened whenever me and Nina went to the Tenacious D concert. We were like, uh, <laughs> It, we, I think we took the BART, and we were like, oh, dope, the venue's only like a, a mile from the BART station. That's a smooth walk. We don't have to get an Uber. And it was like straight up uphill. Like, the hills literally be like that. I, I was covered in sweat by the time I got to the concert. I bought a T-shirt, and I changed shirts. Like, I was like... <laughs> And it was, like, hot, too, but I was, like, it was, like, a legit I was wearing jeans fucking trying to look cool and shit, man. Oh, like uh, uh, yeah, man. <laughs> San Francisco's no joke, no joke. Uh, but, yeah, man, um, so, like, I think you probably find yourself at a really dope time to be a model, being, like, given your complexion and shit, I feel like we're in, like, a a more, um inclusive and diverse time as far as, like, the modeling. Because, you know, and, and it kind of was a joke back in the 90s, like, oh, light-skinned niggas in style and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So it's, like, I feel like we've moved past that. And, like, have you felt any, like, do you feel like sometimes you get selected for a shoot specifically because you're dark-skinned? Like, we're needing a dark-skinned guy? Or has it played a
1: factor at all? Um... I would say yes and no, because there's still a lot of like things that that need to be changed in the modeling world, you know a lot more yeah. inclusivity that needs to go down a lot more okay. people of color that need to get casted for stuff that that need to be on board for things, but so that's always a work in progress, but yeah, okay. you, you know what I'm saying um just knowing, for example, I remember um as weird as it is when I was in Milan and seeing. All these billboards of, of different models, um, going on all these castings of a lot of white models. As wild as it is, dude, I was walking around the little plaza area in Duomo, um, next to the cathedral. Um, there's a little, there's a shopping area down a little further, and um, there was a billboard of ASAP, and ASAP was the first black model with Dior. And like yeah. when I saw that, I didn't know how much how much I needed to see that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I was just like, yeah, this is wild like hell yeah, man. Fuck yeah. Like that and to me, that lets you know that there's so much work to be done. So any yeah. any gig any gig that I'm able to get commercial I'm in, I think about that and I'm I'm grateful for it. And I, I hope that more more models of color with complexion darker than my dark ass can get get the biggest and dopest gigs you know what i'm saying so let me ask you this
0: then like like um are they even allowed to say like we're looking for a black person like because i know movies are but like are they are they does that shit still happen like like we're looking (laughs) for or because it sounds to me like most of your auditions are kind of interracial or are they not allowed to kind of outright say that is it kind of like a backdoor
1: handshake thing or Uh, not at all um honestly like some of the uh one of the commercials i got was a doritos commercial and that was something you could um submit to on la casting you know what i'm saying if you you paid for like a certain subscription that's why people get modeling agencies sometimes because they take care of all the stuff that you may have would have paid for yourself that can get expensive yeah Um, yeah so like but um on some of those castings, the requirements, no, they're actually pretty, as blunt as they can be, you know what I'm saying? They'll be like, yo, I'm looking for such and such um, with this kind of hair, um, nerdy type, not the model type, you know what I'm saying? The that's thing-
0: hilarious. That's the most L.A. thing I've ever heard of, an L.A. model casting that says not the model type. That's that's yeah. really hilarious.
1: And it, and, and it goes back to what I was saying about, LA and I could see how it could break someone because it, it allows you to see who you really are and not what you're trying to present because people see through that easily man yeah. you can't fake yeah. the funk here you know what I'm saying you're going to see exactly what you're trying to mimic you're going to see worse interpretations of what you may have been trying to mimic and you're going to just it's going to make you be yourself more than you've ever been and if you're willing to do that and grow with that then you're in the right place so. Do you
0: ever, this is a thing that happens to me, I want to see if it happens to you too, like, sometimes, like, people will try to impress you by acting how they think you would want them to act, and then I feel like we're both dudes that kind of act differently than our appearance maybe suggests, and so then it'll leave them kind of looking stupid because they were, like, obviously kind of tapping from the jump, like, you know what I'm saying? yeah. Like, um, like, have you experienced that? Like somebody acts like how they think they want you want them to act. I don't know.
1: Um, all the time, man. But I, I, I'm aware of where I'm at, and I'm aware of this is the land of dreamers, dog. There's people like who've been broken by opportunities. There's people looking for their big breaks. You you never know who you're talking to out here. So yeah. that's what makes it. Beautiful when you can find somebody that's being authentic in this place, you know what I'm saying? That's yeah, that's what stands out, you know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah, you get that out all day, every day, man. Yeah, like, I feel
0: like people think that I'm like a real, like, me dude. I got kind of, my head's kind of shaped like a pit bull, and like, they think they come up and <laughs> they're like. I don't know. They, like, they think that I'm going to be, like, DMX or something. And then, like, uh, I just, like... go. Give them to you. Yeah, <laughs> and then I try to, like, talk to them about, like, something, I don't know, just a little elevated and, like... and But then they'll try to match me on that, too. And I'm like, oh, see, I just caught you up there. Like, I just caught you trying to... I don't know. I, that yeah, shit right. cracks me up. I... I and I love so much when people don't do that because mm-hmm. like it, it makes me
1: appreciate that more too, man. Well, but, you yeah. can be su- you can be surprised out here, man. Like they can be bummy looking people with the word of the day that you needed to hear, or like you never know. Just like there's younger people out here just because of what goes on out here that mature so quick that have the most mature stories that that more than. Men twice their age, you know. What I'm saying? Yeah, you never know who thing. you're talking to, man. That's a thing, thing sure. It, it's it's different, man. It's different. Hell yeah! And then so like,
0: also, I'm I'm gonna say this like kind of tongue in cheek, but also kind of being serious. Like, I feel like the thick wave is upon us with the modeling. Like, I feel like the plus size modeling, the thick modeling. Ooh!
1: Like, My favorite. My oh, the thickie.
0: It's, it's a good time to be beefy. But uh, do you feel like? Like, back in the 80s and 90s,
1: whenever it was just really
0: skin, Team Skinny, do you feel like you would have killed it even harder?
1: Uh, I would say, like, the modeling for me is just, like, I just get the opportunity to do it, you know what I'm saying? And I'm grateful for what the, like, gigs and castings I get to go on, but it's not, it's not, like, something that I put too much, you know, thought into. I kind of use yeah. opportunities to leverage, like, with acting or just yeah with other music guys that which which is what i would inspire a lot of people who plan on moving out here for music reasons yeah. like, yo not even if you like it's not even just about being pretty you know what i'm saying you can go on like la casting you can go um do background work you in videos you know what i'm saying Stay anything, busy. anything to get you in the rooms with other people that do multiple things. Everybody has a side hustle for their yeah. side hustle for their side hustle. So yeah. that's what modeling has kind of been for me. So I, I kind of don't see there. There are people who grew up, like you can tell who whole life wanted to be a model. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And it, that's, that's wild. And, and there's a difference between that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I kind of, I kind of never planned on it. I just kind of used it as a tool. So yeah. like,
0: you know what I'm going to compare it to? I I made this metaphor on the on, on my um, Beefy Boys breakdown the other day, but it also applies here. It's like how a lot of football players run track to get better at football. There you you go. know what I'm saying? Like, it's not necessarily they trying to, like, go to the Olympics for track, but they're just trying to – it helps their overall situation. I, I feel that. That's what's up, man. Um, but, yeah, man, I don't know. I was in Target the other day. And I was looking at, like, the thick models. And I'm like, man,
1: if, they, if they're looking for thick, I'm the guy. So I don't know. I might have to. Here's what I'm telling you, man. And this is what I tell all my homies that think it's because I look pretty. I mean, I am pretty. But, like, wow. dude, you can. It's all about your 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 look. If you know yourself, like, for example, right now, your earphones, you have right now. You could be the guy in the commercial that's. Does podcast or something with the headphones in? You know what I'm saying? People, no, get I feel people it for like to represent that that demographic of people. You know what I'm saying? There's heavy set people that get casted. Oh, yeah. that get casted for stuff. So like, that's what I'm trying to say, man. Oh like, yeah,
0: Joey Diaz is the yeah, ugliest, man. fattest motherfucker to ever walk the earth. And he was in a lot of movies. So yeah, no, no, if without you know a
1: doubt, you know, man. You know your look. Somebody wants to model that, you know what I'm saying, and can shop that. Definitely, man, but yeah, you, you touched on it briefly, the um,
0: the commercial you were in, but let's not, you know, sell it short. That motherfucker was in the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl commercials, that was a Doritos commercial, right?
1: Yeah, that's actually my second commercial that's been, uh, that I was in, uh, that's been during the Super Bowl. That's right, that's right. Pretty tight. Man, we've been doing this, man, we're doing this. So as you know, like back home, I got to uh, I got to open up for Post Malone in Tulsa at Kane's Ballroom, which was a sick place, man. That's a like legendary venue, um, and I got to actually talk to him then. And you know, I kind of had that like cheesy story that I'm sure a lot of like artists can relate to when they see somebody there. The whole "Yo, I'm gonna see you again, bro." You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm gonna catch you at the top. You know what I'm saying? I hit him with one of those. And then, you know, to find out, like, later, as, when I went on the casting, uh, the director was like, um, do you guys know who the artist is going to be? And we're like, no. He's just like, oh, Post Malone. And I'm just like, oh, wait, what? For real? That's crazy. What? And, dude, when I, um, when I get there, he's, he's super cool, man. Stand-up guy. walk in the room. Everybody goes crazy. Like, he, he carries it. Um, yeah, I I got to talk to him. I, I show him like I bring up the whole yo. I opened for you a couple years ago in Tulsa. Whoop de whoop, super cool guy. Just man, showed me so much love. Made being on set that much greater. It it, it was good for me because he he's from Dallas, which kind of reminds me, of, you know, being from Norman. That's just yeah, that exactly. Norman. There's there's some relatability there for sure, for sure. But so that kind of was like. I don't know. It kind of felt like I was back home for a second. Super. Yeah, cool. that's how
0: I feel when I watch any of like Post Malone's videos, and he's like in the country, or just dicking around or drinking a Bud Light. I'm like, ah, yeah. It's uh, like it reminds me of home. It really does. Um, but yeah, no, that's super dope. You see, I think he like, uh, what was it? Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey beat him at a beer pong, and then he got them tattooed on him. Uh, I, think, I think that's how it went down. So that's, that's pretty. I mean, he seems like a fun guy for sure. Did you get to play beer pong with him?
1: I <laughs> I did actually get the game of ear pong game with him man and I tell you what I was victorious in that game I represented I brought he it home But you didn't you tatted,
0: though that's fake as
1: fuck No nah, man <laughs> no nah, man he he was a couple bruises in I was a couple bruises in so it it we didn't get too specific with the deets on anything but I was proud I could rep for the Oklahoma side in the Oh yeah uh, the Oklahoma Texas battle no, that's dope
0: for sure. Hell yeah, what a memory, bro. I swear, every time I play beer pong to this day, it just takes me back. Like, I instantly become like 17 every time I play beer pong. Dude, that shit is
1: still fun. Oh, oh, oh man. Are you still shotgunning beers?
0: I haven't, bro. <laughs> and probably since I moved out here, to be honest, just yeah. to be completely honest. Uh, that would be yeah, bad. I, I chill with a lot of old folks out here, bro. I'm always like yeah. the young cat. That's, but, uh, and yeah, honestly, and then everybody out here usually drinks, like, thick IPAs and shit. Like, a lot of, like... The IPAs, ah!
1: Yeah,
0: that's some, bro. All right, so, that's talking about feeling like you're in another country, like, there's a lot of bars and a lot of breweries here in the you know, the Bay Area, San Jose, that only have IPAs, like, legit, like, that's what they sell, that's what they make, and right. when I first moved here, I didn't even like IPAs, like, I really just didn't like drinking them, I mean, if I, I maybe would if I had to, or whatever, but then it was, like, de- the definition of an acquired taste, essentially, I was, like, forced to just yeah. kind of, you know, get with it, and I learned that I like a hazy IPA, so there's, like, ipas double ipas that are kind of like murky and bitter but like the hazies are like citrusy and fruity and i I can get down with some hazies a lot better than like a traditional ipa and like i said like in my neighborhood there's like five breweries that make ipas and shit so if you do like ipas san jose in the bay area in general is your city but uh
1: i'll be on them a little bit just because of Reminds me back home and I'm a lightweight, so hell, it'll take me about like a beer or two and I'm and I'm feeling I'm feeling on my way, baby. But I'm I'm am I'm a wine guy more anyway. I say I'm a aspiring wine snob, you know what I'm saying? I am getting there, getting my, my, my names together and what does what, but you know what I'm saying? That's that's kinda of what yeah. I'm about to I've I've officially watched
0: like three episodes of Whiskey Ginger, so I think I'm like uh-huh. a full blown like uh bourbon kind of store, nah but uh i do love that buffalo trace dude like every podcast like generically puts on buffalo trace but it really is the shit like you, I, I that's what i i, I at first I, I got back into bourbon i was like oh maybe i'll try all these other bourbons and then every other t- every time i try something other than buffalo trace i just like wake up so hungover and I'm just like
1: fuck that shit have you had uh japanese whiskey <laughs> no but i i've heard a lot of good things about it um But yeah, no, I never have. My roommate had some of that shit a while ago. Dog, like, I don't know if it helps that I already said I'm a lightweight, so I don't know. But, like, I had, like, two shots, and it felt like I was drunk, high, all at the same time, bro. It was just, like, none other, man. Like, I, I wish I could remember the fucking name of it, but all I know, it was some fucking... Japanese whiskey. It was it was crazy, bro.
0: This one night, man, me and Nina were out in San Francisco, obviously before all this corona shit happened. And we we're just like kinda having a date night out, getting drinks, getting food. And uh <clears throat> we were already probably both a couple drinks deep when we got there. But um we um you know, we weren't hammered or anything and then you know, we're eating sushi, which isn't the heaviest thing on your stomach when you're when you're eating, but uh <laughs> Or when you're drinking. But dude, we, we ordered, like, a bunch of sushi. Uh, like, we ordered probably, like, a $100 worth of sushi. And then, like, so, like, they brought us out, like, these complimentary shots. And I don't know if it was, like, sake or Japanese whiskey. But we took them. We didn't really want it. But we took them. And then, like, everything after that was, like, a blur, bro. Like, I don't know <laughs> if Bill Cosby was whipping them motherfuckers up or what, bro. He didn't know it. Seriously, bro. Like, it was like just everything after that almost seemed like a trip, almost like I, I don't know. It just it launched us into just like another like stratosphere. Oh, side. And it was like I said, it was just like this free like it seemed like a scene out of like a movie. It's like this free mystery shot, and like I couldn't. I, I think the guy that gave it to me didn't speak English, so I couldn't really ask what it was. And no, I was like, oh. and I was really grateful. I really was. And I was like, oh, here goes nothing. <laughs> And then just down Bones the, like the yep, down <laughs> the rabbit hole I went, bro. Uh, but yeah, no, that's what's up, uh, man. Um, so, uh, how has like, is, are you guys even allowed to do shoots right now with the corona? How's that like lockdown affecting like the industry? I I I use I, I know you can't film, right? I've heard on multiple like a
1: lot of big movies and shit have had to be shut down. And, a lot of productions should have been shut down for sure. Here was the cool thing about the last shoot that... I did yesterday for example oh clutch um like a week <laughs> and a week ago um they made sure everybody had taken a covet test and if okay. you hadn't been tested you would they set you up with a company that will test you for free and come to your house and do it so like Though that, that was something I was really happy to hear before going into the shoot uh, definitely, and when we got to the set, everybody um were was in mask and it was a it was a small group of people there was probably like one or two people with hair and makeup and then the photographer, and everybody was kind of had their own wide space um and they checked your fever as soon as you came in. They checked your fever when you left. Um, there was no, like, snacks. People could put their hands on a lot of waters. Um, so that's in <laughs> I'd be whacked.
0: They just had, like, a big bucket of pretzels that everybody just
1: grabbed. <laughs> you know them. what I'm saying? Just to be the, I was curious about that before <laughs> I came. Up. I'd be like, man, these, these some
0: bullshit. But, uh, well, you know what I've learned through all this, bro, is just that, man, we should have been doing most of this shit this whole time. Yeah. Like... Like, as far as just not being piled on top of each other and shit. And, for sure, definitely. Like, I don't know, like, sanitizing the fucking grocery carts and shit. Like, they should have probably been doing that shit. Like, you know, bro, I was always,
1: since I've been, even before I was driving, like, anytime I'd have to pump gas for my mom, it would take so much longer because I would have to go get some of the paper towels. I would have to wrap it around my... Yeah, own. that shit's nasty. Dude, I don't... Fuck with that or opening doors, always have to put my hand under my shirt. Like I've been on that, bro. Like it's I say that, but Never mind, I'm not going to get... Never mind. But,
0: uh, <laughs> no, 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 I feel it, bro. I'm just saying, like, I don't know. Like, everybody keeps saying, goes back to normal, goes back to normal. And like, there's certain shit like that that I kind of hope it don't go back to normal. Nope, like nope. Like, yeah, like, I don't need motherfuckers breathing on my neck in the subway line. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah,
1: give, me, give, me, give me six feet, brother. Give me
0: six feet. That's the only... Like, I haven't had any, like, dramatic, like, Karen mask moments or anything like that. The one thing I had... I did, like, there was this dude behind me at this Ike sandwich shop that was just, like, hella close, and I did have to tell him to back up, but (laughs) besides that, I'll say this, I'm glad I'm out here, man, I'm seeing videos and pictures and shit from Oklahoma, and I would be having, like, panic attacks, dog, like, it's, like, ain't nobody giving a fuck out there, man, but that's a conversation for another day, man, but, uh, so, I, I saw you recently just dropped a new song, or we're collabing with the song, um, and under the alias of Papa Rodney, man. I love man.
1: that. Ah, ah, ah. Papa yeah, Rod in effect. Yeah, man. That's um, dope.
0: Made me happy. Because like we said, you've been making music since what? Like, two, when was that first tape? Like 2010? Tw- 2009? Like, we
1: were young. Yeah, 2011? Yeah, dog. We were youngins. Yeah, dog. I think the first thing I put out, uh, I think it was with my band. Uh, shout out to Rage. Oh,
0: uh, Rage. Oh, that, oh, that was yeah. like.
1: 2010, 11, something First like that. First team
0: all band name, for sure. First yeah. team all band name,
1: red. Hey, hey, love those guys. Yeah, Those um, were some
0: fun nights, man.
1: Yeah, um... The, but yeah, so
0: you're almost 10 years deep in the music game, I guess, is my bigger point I'm trying to get yeah, at. Yeah, 10 I must years, respect. man.
1: It's, it's, it's weird because um, being out here, nobody really knows how to make music. Right. Yeah. So So it's kind of like it was kind of refreshing and bitter at the same time because I kind of had like a I had a, a, a little steeze to me of that like, you know, when I get here, just like I'm gonna have like everything off rib, you know what I'm saying? Just kind of like uh on Yeah, which I owe to where I'm from. You know, they they show me so much love and kinda of like built me up to have the confidence to where I knew it was time, you know, if it wasn't for a lot of people like, yo, you should keep pushing forward, go hit these other places, you know, I would have, you know what I'm saying, that's where my confidence came, so, like, being out here and seeing how things move differently, um, I just kind of used this time to just kind of develop other parts of my life, see different things, um, so it's a, it's been about, like, three or four years since I've released any any music, so it's like, it felt it felt time to just kinda like finally drop some shit, to be real. And um as far yeah. as as far as the paw paw rodney goes, I mean shit man. Uh it just felt right bro. Like coming up my mom used to always tell me my uncle uncle don RP would call me the milkman, and for that means that I would that I'd been there before, you know what I'm saying I'm just the guy the re i have been on this planet before yeah that makes street. sense yeah. And, and it also goes to like my homies growing up, including yo ass you know they'll call me Papa Rodney, you know what I'm yeah saying? like and and I also think about my actual Papa, you know what I'm saying yeah. Like, he was one of the coolest people in my life from the the, the rings he was. I was about to say I know he gave you a couple of your favorite jewelry pieces. Yeah, yeah, the old vintage Wrangler. He was so cool, man, and like I think that's what comes with like the mentality of a pawpaw. You you get to see your kids' kids and it, it gives you a chance to to show nothing but love, you know what i 'm saying, you know, and I, I love it, man, and I love the message of that, and it just also speaks to uh, you know a certain certain region, you know what I'm saying without a doubt, you hear Papa, you know and, it's, the-
0: and it's, I, I love two things about it, just on a very surface level because i I know all the deeper shit behind it, but just on a super like just surface level value, if I was just seeing that and I had never heard, didn't know who you were. a it's like unique and it's not like trying to be unique it's like actually is unique you know what i'm saying like i feel like there's been so many rappers and all these rappers names is pulling shit out of their ass and like trying to be unique and all this spelling shit weird and all this shit and i just that's truly truly unique like just stands apart without even trying too hard appreciate it brother Almost like on a Wiz Khalifa tip. Like I always felt like Wiz Khalifa was the best rap name ever, and it wasn't even extravagant. It doesn't even really sound like a rap name, but or like I don't know, currency. Like simple yet effective. I, um, I feel it. And then also, um, just um, I don't know. I just I, I don't know. I fuck, I fuck with the. The Papa Rodney. Um So, let's go through the list, though, of all the names.
1: Let's do it. <laughs> oh, so shit. Take off Oslo. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. It ain't start with Take Off Oslo now, bro. The, uh, first, the first name that I had was RJ the Jerk. Uh,
0: RJ That's, the Jerk.
1: <laughs> RJ the Jerk was the I, first name. I've like, been
0: trying to explain to Nina that we had, like, the jerking phase, and, like, I, it doesn't make much sense when I tell the stories because it didn't make much sense when we were doing it either. We were so. uh,
1: just just loving Cali. We riding, riding, riding the wave. Riding the wave of Cali,
0: bro. YouTube. Shout out to YouTube videos <laughs> of jerk
1: battles, man. That was a bad. But, but yeah,
0: yeah, so there was RJ the Jerk. the Jerk.
1: Then and then these- that's when we went to the take up Oslo. I I'm
0: still saying? love that name though. And I still say you had it first. Fuck anybody else.
1: Right, right. I, I fuck you know what I'm saying? In and-, and because of my ego and thinking that someday I will be at a level of eliteness or notoriety, I felt like it would clash with the Migos' takeoff at some point. You
0: know what I'm saying? It'd be and- just like uh that 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 skit was it, was it academics that was like that interview and they was about to go stomp somebody out or who was that guy whenever they interviewed the goes when they're like oh Joe oh. Biden was it Joe Biden he's like oh, I Bud- look like
1: I got left up that <laughs> you know, like take so you know they're ready to ride for theirs you yeah know what I'm saying so it's like you know what I'm gonna just chalk that up to the game I ain't even connected to it that hard you feel me it's cool and then so like. Me and a homie, um, we had we had came with, um, with Deus, you know what I'm Deus, saying? Yep, yep. It means God in Portuguese, which is a cool name. I still rock with it, but like, I felt like it was a name that kind of was something I was like searching hard to like come up with and. I didn't feel an attachment to it as time went on, you know what I'm saying? The
0: the, the real problem with it is that niggas can't read, and we call you Deuce. I... Yeah, yeah <laughs> like, you know, I, I
1: got a lot of Deuce. You know?
0: Deuce.
1: What your ads, Charles like, damn, Charles just go by Deuce, man? My, my, I got a ride to it,
0: you know? My nigga Emmett Smith over here, Deuce. Uh, but, no, uh, <laughs> so yeah, it was Deas, Eyes Low, and then did you... I know your Twitter was Boy Days. Did you ever release music under Boy
1: Days or no? I was just kind of... Oh, did I release music as Boy Days? I don't think I. Uh, no, I didn't. I had planned on doing it. You know, that was kind of like more leaning to an androgynous. Shout out to Boy George type of. Yeah, shit, you know? yeah. So I, I still fuck with the androgyny and stuff, but it it, it just won't be in the name.
0: You no, know, I feel it. <laughs> I feel it. Yeah, yeah, no, that's what's up, man. I fuck with Papa Rodney for sure, for sure, man. man. And, um, man, I got to ask you, man, are you down to keep keep this going a little bit longer? Or you do you got things that you need to get get about your day going man, to?
1: I got some joint left, so as long as I get my joint, man, I'll rock with you. All
0: right, all right, cool, man, cool, for sure, for sure, man. And um, let me see here. Um, so let me ask you this, because everybody's saying, like, reopen this or freedom that or all that. And, and I'm, I I was kind of on the cautious side when all this shit started with Corona. Like, let me ask you this. Like, would you even say everything was open up and your favorite musician was coming in concert? Would you even feel comfortable going to that shit? Because, like, me personally, it's like, I don't really care what these laws say. Like, I ain't about to go to no shit like that. But maybe I'm just paranoid. I don't know. How you
1: feeling about that? Well, um... I'll give an example of what folks are trying to do within the industry to keep things going. Um, shout out to Super Duper Kyle. He's from uh, Culver City, I believe. Um, he has a lot of love out here. Um, dope artist, hell of a performer, stand up guy. Uh, he had a show recently at a drive in theater. Yeah, I know uh, comedians have been doing that too. That's yeah, awesome. so everybody's in their car. Um, you know what I'm saying? You're socially distant. You know, and if you want to take it an extra step, you can keep your mask on while you're in your car. So, like, I'm not saying I would I go to that? Possibly, because I have gone to a drive-in theater film a while ago. I went to go see, um, fuck, what was the name of that? Fast in the Night, which was actually produced by an Oklahoma um, native. Oh, dope. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I'll have to talk to you about that later. But, like, um, yeah, so... I think that might. be uh, I'm down something. for that. You know I'm what I'm saying? That.
0: No, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, I just meant like traditional, like eighteen thousand people in an arena. Oh, like traditional. Shit, man. Like, like no. I think it's gonna be years
1: before we back to that, bro. Like, yeah, bro. Seriously, I know. I just have like homies out here that are kind of in that world, and I, I believe like a lot of shows are fucking canceled until next year. If if that, I think what's gonna Give us a little indicator of things. is probably this this NBA bubble, MLB. I'm sure at some point I wouldn't be surprised if they get some sort of performer to try to come in just to just to test it. You know what I'm saying? I gotta ask. Do, do you do you do you personally know?
0: Any any females that have been inside the bubble?
1: Shit. Uh, okay. uh, uh, I don't know nothing. I don't man, know nothing. I,
0: I, just, I, I keep seeing on Twitter, like, not even people I follow, but just hella girls being like, yeah, I just got invited to a bubble. Like, it's, <laughs> uh, uh,
1: it just cracks me nah, up. I don't know any personally, but I know they're out here. They're uh, out here. There's are somewhere. Cousin, I was talking to the homie the other day, bro. It's just like, look, man, there's some young young dudes in this bubble not even the young ones just some just some fools that get down how they get down man (laughs) look there's gonna be some exceptions and i'm i guarantee you you know there's probably an nba player i won't say his name but some people look at him as the chief or or, or the king or something like that i'm sure they fucking have some sort of extra testing for anybody (laughs) that may come into the bubble that's not supposed to be there Uh
0: oh without a doubt brother but hey man um Instagram Live does these bitch-ass time cutoffs. So, I'm going to end this one, and then I'm going to start another one. Hey, what up, brother, man? up, I appreciate that, you getting back on here with me, man. Yeah, um, you know, it's, it's, we, we don't got too much longer. I just kind of got caught off guard with the timer. I didn't want to just, like, have a rushed ending, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. But, uh,
0: man, um, I got to say, because I, I remember whenever I came down to visit you, we went down to Venice, Venice Beach, and, um, like, I just thought about it, like in, in the time whenever no sports are going on, Venice Beach they they have like pro skaters there all the time at that skate park. That's like essentially probably some of the closest live sports that's going on right now. I mean, I know they tried filling up with sand and shit, but uh, have you have you seen anybody
1: skating down there lately? Yeah, man, I went to Venice probably like. Two or three weeks ago. Um yeah, you see people out there that like I said, they got all that goddamn saying out. They're they're doing yeah. they're I
0: right kinda fuck with that.
1: they actually had a dope ass protest where all the skaters came together and just mobbed around downtown LA and a couple other spots, like all in Union. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of skaters just skated all through, man. It was it was a beautiful thing. Uh, just being in L.A. in general, man, just gives you a different appreciation for skaters because it's, it's it's all in the culture in such a different way. Like yeah, like, like you see football here, South, yeah, Oklahoma, like, yeah, it, it's, I, it's
0: wild. Same it's here cool. in the Bay because like you know Thrasher is based in San Francisco and like you know there's a lot of pro skaters you know from the Bay. You know like Steve Caballero stuff. A lot of the OGs and like. Um, yeah, it really is part of the culture, like how college football in the South is part of the culture. I mean, it influences the style, the the everything. Like skating, I mean, like it's just it's it's nor it's normal here. It's, I mean, it, I guess it's normal everywhere, but yeah, it's just like really ingrained in the culture. And yeah, because I, I always loved skating growing up and stuff, and I you know I'll always play like the Tony Hawk video games and shit like that. But uh, but yeah, man, I tell you too, like. Everybody that says like social media is toxic just needs to like follow a bunch of pro skaters. Like, like my Instagram, like, I don't even skate really. And like, it's just like full of pro skaters because it's just like cool to watch, man. I yeah, just, I, true. I, I, and and, when, and that's actually how I thought about Venice question because like every pro skater I follow, like every other day, they're just like at the like posting clips from like the Venice skate park and shit. So I'm just like, damn, that's like yeah. some world class shit just going on, just. Just right there, so right I don't know. There, I thought
1: that's cool. It's a beautiful thing, man. It's like I said, it makes me want to get on a goddamn skateboard. And there's so many cats you meet out here in their 40s talking about, hell yeah, I learned how to skate when I was 28 years old, or shit like that, man. It's 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 beautiful, bro.
0: I actually got one. Nina got me one for Christmas, Uh-oh. and then I was I was actually fucking around on it a little bit, like start because I I skated when I was real young, and then it was kind of coming back, like. I'll say quicker than if I had never skated at all. You know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah. but whenever COVID happened, I was like, I quit skating because I was like, hell no, nah, I'll be goddamned if I break my wrist and then fucking oh, go. Oh, nope, no, nope. Yeah. So <laughs> I, was, I was like, I don't think now's a good time to be learning how to skateboard. If you already know how to skateboard, I'm sure it's, now's a great time to skateboard, fun, something to do. But uh, I'd uh, say uh, now is probably not a wise time to be trying to pick it up as a new hobby. yeah right. uh, Right. but but man yeah definitely I, I shout out skate culture and i mean especially like how i mean skate culture and punk culture used to like intersect like this but now i mean i feel like it's intersected just as much with hip-hop like
1: I, oh 100 percent man 100 you'll see you can't tell nowadays how you couldn't tell in the early stages of hip-hop who was a gangbanger and not Based on like certain apparel nowadays, you see cats you don't know or they're a skater or not based Seriously, on how bro. they like approach themselves, present themselves in ways. It's 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 cool.
0: Yeah, like like I'll I'll rock a pair of vans every now and again, and like I have, like a Santa Cruz skateboard shirt, but like yep. I, I I don't go full go with it. Like there's dudes that like dress head to toe out the catalog. <laughs> Is nice it's not skating. like, oh, man. I, I feel it. I feel it, though. That's, just, that's just clean, though. You look fly. You look fly. You look fly, man. All right, so uh, we talked a little bit about Venice, but um, I, is that your favorite beach in LA, or what's your favorite beach in LA? And, I mean, you, like, there's probably different beaches for different reasons, I imagine. That's how it is for me up here.
1: You know, um, I honestly, that's still yet to be determined because besides going to Venice, I go to uh, – Marina Del Rey. There's a beach out there that I really like going to because there's no one there, It's super quiet. Yeah. And but at, if you like the idea that it's next to the airport, you see planes take off next to, next to really? it. Really? Yeah. So it, it kind of has its own little old school vibe to it. Like it's it's really it's really dope. It, it's a cool. little dirtier. But, like I said, it feels like your own beach, and it's, it's probably one of the closest to me. But I still got to hit the beaches in Malibu still. I hear there's some cool spots out there. Yeah, uh, bro,
0: don't sleep on it, man. Hit hit them beaches, bro. I've, I've been trying to – I still have a million I need to hit up up here too. But, yeah, it's like, like when I first moved here, you know, I liked, like, the beach towns. with like, a lot of bars and a lot of restaurants and shit. And then once you do that a couple of times, you realize the dopest beaches are the beaches. Yeah, well, nobody's that, you know. You yeah. Know? Like especially up here, it's like the main beach is like Santa Cruz. You know, it's like kind of famous. You have the famous boardwalk and, you know, like the movie Lost Boys and all that. And like, uh, but right, like just with the 10 miles north, 15 miles north, there's some shit that just looks straight out of like National Geographic, like just like these like little like you got to like hike down to them. It's like these little coves and it's like <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. surrounded by cliffs and it's crazy, bro. Like just 10, 15 minutes north of Santa because the water is literally bluer. Like there's so All much right. like like it's dope. So like, those are usually like the beaches I've been hitting up lately, man. And then um, I've been fishing lately, too, man. I like reef what? what? Yeah, man. You I catch been, like, up? Little stuff, little stuff. I'm getting better and better, you know. Okay, okay. light in, light in. But it's cool because <laughs> I never fished like ocean fish before and it's it's totally different than like fishing on like a pond you or cooking a lake. That
1: shit? You cooking it?
0: Not yet. I'm going to though. I'm okay. going to. That's the next okay. step. I, I, I have I caught one that was probably big enough to eat, but like I would have needed a couple of that size, you know. So what, I'm what you do
1: with them? You just throw them motherfuckers back, or what? Yeah, just throw them back. Okay. Yeah, just throw so them you back. Just in. watch it die and kick the motherfuckers. No, no,
0: <laughs> no. It was funny though. The last time I caught this fish, and like there was this little kid. He was probably like four, maybe five, and he was like fishing with his dad, like a like a few feet down, socially right. distance away, and yeah. like. uh he, I, I had my fish, and I was taking it off the hook. And he, like, runs over, and he's like, can I hold it? And, and I was like, sure. And then I, like, gave it to him because he seemed like he knew his shit. Like, I know he was little, but, he, like, he looked like one of them, like, fishing-ass kids, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Little Tom Sawyer little kid. And, like uh, – and, and but then he, I handed it to him, and he starts, like, juggling it and flopping everywhere. I'm like, oh, man, I – I felt kind of bad, like, <laughs> but we, we got him back. Uh, it's while, over. It's over. Man. <laughs> man, I fucked up. I should have just threw it back, but uh, that was the little homie, man. But uh, but yeah, man. Next time you're up here, you're gonna have to come get a uh, get a pole in the water with me, man.
1: I'm waiting, dog. I'm waiting. Uh,
0: I got one last question for you, brother. Um, so. I haven't been back to Oklahoma yet. You you yeah. been back? How many times? Two times? Three times?
1: Yeah. How many times?
0: Is I think I've been back three times now, man. Yeah. Three times. And uh, what? What's just what's it like? Like what's it changed? You know, I mean, I know a lot hasn't changed, but like let's focus on what has changed. You know, obviously the weed and dispensaries and shit. Like, is that just like a trip? Do you feel?
1: Damn, that yes, yes. The dispensaries is probably the biggest trip because, god damn it, there's one on every fucking corner, and it, and it blows my mind to see.
0: And we just spent so many just sketchy drives just looking at yes.
1: our rear view. So many drives, it. it's so long. Like I was going on my. Well, it's still not at the level to where I can, like, go get it myself. I still have to go do some – it's not recreational. The car but shit. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it, it's so refreshing to be with someone and have, like, fucking, like, an ounce on you and it be A-okay. Like, what, what and, I, and I know being in California, it's like, oh, damn, they're that far behind. But, yes, being in Oklahoma, yes, the shit like, – I've, I've had – I've gotten a charge for weed have, being in my car. So, yes, being there and it being okay, it's a, it's a feeling that I'm still, like, new to when I'm there. Man, how but, many uh, just drives when we were, like,
0: 15, 16, 17, just going to get, like, two grams in a pack of Swishers? brother. Just, was, brother, even a, though,
1: even a .5. Yeah. Car, you bro, we, out, have we would be terrified. Have to piece of something, dog. So. I used to
0: hate when niggas used to want to smoke in the car. I like, I, I can't even enjoy my hobby just looking over my shoulder the whole time.
1: Yeah, man. bro. I'm How saying. long did it
0: take you to stop being paranoid when you moved out here? I know it took me like over a
1: year. Uh, yeah, yeah, probably, probably about the same, man. It it just it just was something I couldn't wrap my head around. It's just like, oh, I I kind of convinced myself at a point that it's like. I'm gonna just be that way forever, dog. That's just like some PTSD. Like I'm gonna be like, you know, like yeah. It like, it, it, it's gone down, you know what I'm saying? Catching it, on a good day, I might smoke in my car, sitting somewhere. You know what I'm saying? i will be like covering the joint like this when I'm passing it to somebody, like to... You know what I'm saying, bro? It, it, yeah. it Still, it, it leaves you a little jittery sometimes. Oh, Man, but yeah, you know. I'm still. I'm so glad
0: we both are out here in Cali, man. I fucking like, like. I feel like. I feel like I'm not even going to say we would be shocked if I told our younger selves this, but I think we'd our younger selves would be, like, proud of us because, like, we both essentially, like, wanted this to, like, essentially happen, and yeah, it's yeah, happening, exactly, bro, yeah, so... Yeah. No, um, man, that's,
1: that's something I, I think about all the time, bro, and like I said, it comes with the whole romanticized thing I still have about LA because I will have those moments where, like, holy fuck, I remember days writing verses about this shit or just, like... You know, for for the type of shit I do, you know, looking back, you could have been like, yeah, I could have, you know, knowing what I know now, it's like, yeah, I could have worked and saved up and came out here. But I was doing this off of the path of, you know, the, the uh, out-of-the-box thinking, creative, you know, dream-chasing dude. That's something. the
0: way to do it, bro, because, like, so, and, and there's a lot of people smarter than me and more successful than me that have said this exact same thing, but I found it to be true in my own life, too. Like, that magical number, you never hit it. Like, if you're trying to save up, and I, like every time I talk to somebody from back home or say, oh, I want to move to Cali, but I'm going to save up, and, and it, it's never enough, bro, because, I mean, what, what's that number? I mean, is that number five grand? Is that number ten grand? Is that number 20 grand? Why not 50? Like, oh, you really want to be secure without a hundred. Oh, you can't buy a house in Cali for a hundred. So it's just like, if you just trying to save up and wait for that perfect time, like, you know, shout out Roddy Rich, perfect time. Like it just, it don't come like it just like, you really do got. I mean, for certain people it might, for certain people with different backgrounds, you know, or whatever certain advantages, but like, I just feel like for your average young cat, your average young brother, you know, anybody really trying to, you know, whether it's Oklahoma or wherever you're at, whether it's a mental place, just you just, whether it's a physical place or a mental place that you're trying to get out of, you just gotta go. Cause like, if you waiting on that perfect time, it ain't going to come. Like there's always going to be a reason not to always, you don't got enough money. Oh, it's such and such's birthday next week. Oh my, my, you know, my mom is still here. Oh, uh, like, like, oh, I got a pretty good job here. Oh, I got a girl with some good pussy here. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, like, there's always going to be a uh, reason not to do it. And I just, like, can't stress enough to just, like, I wish more people would take a, like, a, just take a jump, take a risk. You know what I mean? And I guess that life ain't for everybody. But I just know true. a lot of, like, you know, it was for me, and I'm glad it was for me and for you. You know what I mean? I'm just so happy to see all the success, you know, that you're doing down there. And, and, and you know, I just I love that, you know, we've been, we've been able to stay close over the years, brother. And, um, yeah, man, we got to see each other soon, man. I don't know what the exact win, you know, with this whole situation, man. But as soon as yeah. I can, bro, I'm going to... we'll we'll have to link up brother oh no maybe maybe you can meet me in tahoe man i've been wanting to go to tahoe you gotta experience tahoe bro yeah
1: man i I still ain't been out that way we may have to figure out some shit dog for sure that's like some real sacred shit
0: bro it's like the fifth oldest lake in the world or some shit like it's like yeah it's like ancient ancient like before like like prehistory, like like like, yeah yeah and it feels like it too bro like like, I don't know. Like, I'm, like, the most spiritual guy. But when you're there, you're like, this place is different. Like, you just feel that shit. So, yeah,
1: maybe <laughs> maybe man, we man. can link
0: and talk, brother. But, yeah, thank you so much for your time, man. Much love for first guest was, on
1: Dreadful Talk. It was a pleasure, man. Like I said, I'm proud of you. I, I, I see it. It It's here. You're on it's your here. way, bro. You, you're doing it. It's, it is what it is. Glad I could be a part of it in some way. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. Hey, be safe out there,
0: brother. You enjoy your day, man. Always. I love you.